Welcome to Things to Know. I'm Luca, and on this show, we talk to the people that make the Thingnoms special. Today, for our special 25th episode, we're talking to none other than long-term community member, Acosta. Acosta not only lives up to the motto of doing good things, they also have been a longtime supporter of this show. I hope you enjoy, but more importantly, I hope you learn something. Thank you so much for coming on today. Why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? How you doing, Luca? What's up, man? So I go by Acosta. That's my that's my nickname, you know. Um, but my real name is Jorge Acosta. I was uh, I was born in Mexico. Uh, grew up here, basically. You know, I got here when I was six years old. Um, this is a life I know. Uh, right now, I'm doing graphic design. I'm doing uh, e-commerce for a few companies. You know, there's a, there's there's either there's a couple of big companies, there's a few small companies, but it's all the same thing. We help them with their marketing, help them with e-commerce, with their listings, whatever, whatever you name, you name it. They, you know, we're, we're there. Uh, yeah, that's basically my introduction. That's who I am right now. That's awesome. Um, so let's let's start with your childhood because you said you moved when you were six. Tell me a little bit about that experience. Do you even really remember moving? What was was that part of your life like? That was a, a very uh, important part of my life, you know. Uh, it's uh, it was a whole shift from uh, one type of life to to another one, and it happened uh, it happened overnight. One day I was there with my uncles and my my my, my grandparents, you know, chilling. Just, you know, I was what like five, six, going to school. The next day, we're packing our bags. Uh, our, our dad is. Our dad was already here in the U.S. When our mom's telling us, "Hey, you have to pack your bags because you're gonna go on a big trip. Um, it might take long. We um, say you're back to your to your aunts, your uncles, because you might not see them for a long time. And yeah, it's been a long time. It's been like what, like 20 years that I, I haven't I haven't seen anybody. But yeah, it was it was life changing. You know, it makes you. Uh, when I got here, it was like. I got to school, I didn't know any English, I didn't know any, any, I didn't know how to communicate. And the first thing I said was, hey, I don't, I don't like it here, you know, I, I want to go back. It's just, I, I can't, I, I can't focus here, I, I can't make any friends, everybody's different. But within, within a few months, I was, I, I adapted to everything, you know, I started learning English, I started making friends. I even got the, the most improved uh, student award or something, you know. What was that? I was in first grade or something. But yeah, it's crazy. Like, make sure it's crazy what parents do for you. And I guess they didn't want us to grow up in that in the in that environment. It's you know, it's, it's it's really bad out there. It's poverty where I come from. It's like I don't know if you've seen that Slumdog Millionaire movie. It's like the slums of Mexico. Not that bad, but you know, but it's like it's known for that. Mm-hmm. It's called Nessa. Yeah. 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 It uh, it really is insane what what parents will do for their kids and and the lengths they'll go to better their lives and and help them out. Um, that that's like a really incredible story. Um, I think the really interesting part to me, I mean, it's all really interesting, but one of the interesting parts is is that you moved, you felt decently out of place, which is is probably to be expected. But then within a couple months, you were able to start kind of 
getting used to learning and, and being in the U.S. with the, the education system and the kids that were here and so on. Um, do you think that was a benefit of, of you moving while you were younger? Um, were there like lessons that you learned from that experience that, that you could give to other people that are maybe not even like moving from different countries, but just changing lifestyles or, or moving to. Yeah. Each other. And, and yeah, I think, you know, where I think H had a lot to do with that because my older brother, he was just a couple of uh, years older than me and he had a, a really tough time learning English, uh, and, and getting adapted to the lifestyle here. I'm guessing because he was he was a little older back in Mexico, so he knew the lifestyle. He he was already used to how everything you know how everything rolled, how everything the everyday life out there. And for him, when he came here, uh, it was it was it was like two times, three times uh, harder for him to learn learn English. You know, I I remember I even I even helped him out. <laughs> like he's like, hey, I need your help, dude. You know more English than me. Like he was telling me in Spanish. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, dude. Like this, I saw we brothers. But yeah, I think I think that has a lot to do with your your age. You know, like when you're young, you're you're able to pick up anything quick, whether it's language, uh, whatever you look at. You know, you because your your mind is still still open to, to things, and, and yeah. And, and one advice I would give people that you know that they they not just get out of your comfort zone. You know, just just do it. Um, I was young, so I didn't even think about it that way. I just thought about it like, hey. I'm already here, might as well have fun, you know, might as well learn, might as well get to know people because there's no other option. There's no going back. You know, I don't have the power or, or or the or the say for me to go back to Mexico. So just make the best of, of where you're at, like, you know? That's that's because that's the advice that I would give people. Just make the best of it. Yeah, that that makes a ton of sense. And and especially like you were saying, there's a lot of things in life that you don't necessarily have control over. But being able to take like a really positive mindset into it um, and like grow with it is, is definitely a part of it. You mentioned now that that you work on on graphic design work and are kind of in that space. How did you end up getting into that? Like what drew you towards graphic design and that field? Of work? Mm, you know, what? Uh, back in back in high school, I, I always uh, I always had a graphic. I had graphic design for three years in a row. And I don't know why they never gave me regular art. Uh, I'm not sure. I should have been there. I was I was always good at drawing, and I don't know why, but I, I always ended up in graphic design for my for my three years of like 10, 11, and 12. I ended up, and I learned a lot. I learned I learned how to make labels. I learned how to make learn how to make uh, logos. I learned a lot from 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 my from my teacher. And after high school, uh, I went to college a couple of months. You know, I didn't I didn't finish. It's just life, you know. I had to start working. Um, stuff happened, you know. I, I stopped going to college, and I took I took this job, took this other job, you know, work work whatever, you know, a bunch of different jobs I worked. Um, installing kitchens, construction. I worked at Subway, uh, and then like what was it like a good like four or five years ago? My friends like, hey. Um, I'm starting to work with this company that sells suits, and uh, you know, we need, we need somebody making logos. We need somebody to to start to start listing stuff with Excel. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm down. You know, like, 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 I'll go out. Like, and it all happened within a few days. Like the next day, I went, I went in, I talked to the owner. He's like, yeah, well, you if you know if you if you say you if you 
if you do what you say, like you're saying you know how to do all this stuff, well, then I open up the door for you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to let you down watch. And, and yeah, like within within a few months, these guys, uh, this is a suit company. They sell suits and tuxedos. Uh, within a few months, uh, we, we got them onto, because they didn't have any commerce, any e-commerce whatsoever. It was a uh, wholesale, wholesale, like to this company, to this company. Um, and we got there and yeah, we opened up the doors to the, to the e-commerce. We opened up, uh, we started with, we started, we started small with like Amazon, um, what was it, Groupon, those little just companies. And then we went up to like Macy's, Nordstrom, JCPenney, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah, we're, and it's just about, you know, like uh, advertising your product. If you have a good product, you know how to advertise it and give it to them. And then they, you know, they're going to say yes or no. And, and yeah, now, now, now I got my brother here, you know, my homie's the one that got me in here, you know, so it's like they, they see that we work, you know, they see that we do our stuff. We're not, we're not just here, you know, just, just you know, we know what we're doing. Yeah, no, that, that's really cool. And it sounds like a, a really incredible opportunity that your friend like kind of gave you and reached out to you on, um, especially given like the couple years of graphic design in high school and, and just the general interest you had there. Like it, it seems like a very fortuitous like meeting um, or, or opportunity. So that's, that's yeah, really, not, really cool. Not, a, not, a, not about all that, um, you know, all that fucking uh, constellation stuff and all that, you know, but the the weekend before the on a Saturday, I don't remember what day it was, but there was an eclipse right here in LA. The, the weekend, yeah, it was weird. I'm like, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I was like, yeah. I don't even believe it. Is anything. I was like, I was like, hopefully, you know, I'm tired of all this <laughs> shit. You know, hopefully, you know, everything changes. And yeah, like, I was like, crazy. Maybe, maybe it's true. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, maybe it is. That that's crazy. Um, you can't even really write that. So, that's beyond cool. I want to take a little bit of a, a, a turn now into the world of like crypto and web three. How did you find out about crypto? How did you um, first start to think about it? Who introduced you to it? Um, give me well, that. That story. story is pretty long, man, but I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to shorten it down for you. You know, it's crazy. I heard about crypto back in 2010, 2010, 2011. I was reading articles on, on I was what I was in 11th grade. I was reading articles on, on, on class. Hey, there's there's this new uh, uh, digital currency, this and that. You could, could pay, you could pay online, you could buy it. It might uh, the value might go up, and that was that was my introduction to it. But I never pursued it or anything. I never, you know, I never, I never went beyond that. And for years passed by. What was that? I was 2010, and then so 2017, 20. 2018, no, no, not even. Like 2020, that's when I got back into into crypto again. Yeah, like it's just I knew about it, but I never did anything with it. You know, like it's like I knew it was there. I knew it was something people were using. Uh, but I don't know. It was just maybe it seemed like, like something fake, like a scam, like something that you know. And why? Because because you would hear people using it with uh, with the dark web. You know, that was back when I was in high school. That was it. Was that was what it was known for? People using it in the dark web, using it for drugs, using it to buy this and that. So I guess that's why you know it kind of it kind of pulled me away from 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 getting more into into all that. You know. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a different like wave and era of, of, of crypto for sure. Especially like in 2010, 2009, um, that's like really early. So I can, I can see why it's, it would have felt like a very different vibe than it is today. Um, and, and kind of put you away when you first found out about it and were figuring out that people were transacting with it and so on. Um, were you interested in that idea? Um, like, I know you didn't interact with it a lot until more recently, but when you first read it, was it like, that's cool that that's like an interesting thing or did you kind of write it off as like, Oh, I don't know. We have money. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, I, I, I was like, damn, like people are able to make transactions across the world, you know, for, for anything. Like, and in my mind, that was, that's the future. That's the future. But it's, it's where we still need it. We still need like at least, I don't know, like at least 10, 20 years for people, for everybody to adopt it, you know? But I, I was interested in it. I was definitely interested in, in how does this work? You know, like, like, where does, where does this uh, coin get its value from? Or, or how does it go up? How does it go down? Who determines the value? I was interested in it, but I, I never fully got into it. And then what was it? A couple of years ago, uh, I, I heard about a couple of coworkers talking about their Coinbase and their Dogecoin and their Ethereum. And I was like, Hey, so you guys have Bitcoin? And they're like, nah, we don't. That, that thing is too expensive, you know? Like, I was like, damn, for real. Like, you know, and I was like, that was back, it was like a 30, 30, 30 G's or something, you know? And they're like, they started telling me about the Coinbase. They started telling me about how to open up your, your, your account, how to, all that stuff. And I was like, well, damn, like, I, I might as well get into it, you know? Like, what, what am I scared of? Like, you know, there's no, there's nothing to be scared of. Yeah, and, and that's, that's when I opened up my account a couple of years ago, and, you know? I got a couple of coins, I got some ETH, some some uh, Cardano. Uh, that, that was a bad one, Cardano. I got some, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got some, uh, a couple of other coins, yeah. Nice. Um, so your coworkers, kind of are, are showing you what they're doing. They get you interested in it. They get you kind of onboarded, show you how to use Coinbase. Um, you're playing around with the coins. When do NFTs come into the picture for you? Um, and and just like digital ownership collectibles in general? This, uh, this I learned from a video. I was, uh, I was just searching and, uh, oh, my brother, my brother was the one who told me, he's like, hey, look, um, there's these guys talking about uh, art, digital art, where they could flip, they buy it for, for this price, and they flip it for double, triple, you know, you check out these videos. There was a couple of a couple of YouTubers, and I started watching their videos, and that was my goal. That was my goal, to buy and flip, buy and flip, buy and flip. But it's so hard, you know, when you have a job, you have you have this to do, this, you know, it's, 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 it's tough, you know, to yeah. be on top of that. You're competing against people that, are able to be there the whole day on, you know, just flipping. They're, they're, they're not even flipping the boxer, the boxer flipping for them, you know? So it's like you're competing against that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, it, it was so hard for me to keep up with that. And I was like, hey, that's when I found a couple of communities that I was like, you know, I'm gonna stay here because of the communities. I, I like the way people are. I like, I, like, I like learning about, you know, where everybody's from and yeah, basically my, my whole goal was to flip and I, <laughs> And I never flip. Basically, I flip a couple, you know, but I, that was, <laughs> I never flip anything. 
And I stayed because of the community. I stayed because of the people that I met. Yeah. So you initially saw them as like an opportunity to, to flip. Um, when you first saw them, like I imagine since you're in graphic design and branding, there must have been at least a part of you that that found them interesting outside of just like the the flip them dynamic. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Saw, like sure. the actual art side of it is cool. Um, what what was that like for you? Did you did you think the art side was cool and and kind of the dynamics of it? Yeah, that's that's you know what the first shoe that I bought was because of the art. I, I I seen I bought a couple that are, one of them was a 3D one. They look like a warrior. And I was like, hey, you know what? I don't care how many followers these people have, you know, like, and I, and I, I bought it because it looked cool. And it was a new project. It had a lot of followers, actually. It was doing good. And it, it was a 3D, like, warrior or whatever, avatar. And I bought that one because of the art. Like, that was, that was one of, you know? And then, I, yeah, I guess the art really did have a lot to do with it. Because then that's when I, that's when I got to think them. Thing that was, I, I got it. I didn't buy it. I didn't get into the Discord or anything. I, you know, I bought it because I seen it on. I seen some people, a person post on Twitter, uh, one of the one of the things, and I was like, oh, I like that art, dude. Like it's it's way different than yeah. than anything that I seen. But yeah, like, I, it was like for a second it was to flip, and then I just saw the art, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna buy what I like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And then like you were saying, over time, you kind of found some of the communities and, and started to engage with those. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Were you expecting to find these communities? Was that something you kind of knew about? Like, were you a, a discord user ahead of time or no. like, is this a new thing? That was a new thing for me. Discord. Um, it was, uh, it was crazy. And that's the first time I used discord. I, I never used it, and well, it's what, what's what's interesting is that the first one that I, the the 3D avatar that I told you about that was a that was a rug, man. They they sold out, and within a week they stopped they stopped answering the Discord. They stopped they stopped showing up, Dang. and it was the mod. The mod was telling everybody like, "Hey, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what to do. You know." I don't, I, I didn't run you guys, you know, I'm just the moderator here. I can help you guys maybe get some whitelist here and there, but I can't find these guys anymore. And and that was one of my first experiences on Discord. Like one of the first projects that I got in. So I was like, damn, like, I just lost five hundred dollars on nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I was like, what is what's the whole point of this? You know, like is this you have to be really smart to know where to get into or you know? And I don't know. I, 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 to me, it really didn't matter. You know, I just, I was just like, stuff happens. You just have to know where to put your money into. And that's when, that's when I got into right, like the same week. That's when I got into Thingdoms. You know, the exact same week. So and then when I go into the Thingdoms uh, Discord, it's a whole freaking different, uh, like experience. Like everybody's there. Everybody's talking to each other. Luke is there. The uh, the creator. Uh, the mods, so it's like like you really do have to 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 know which project you know, like some of them you know some of them have a lot of hype and they're nothing you know and some of them are you know like they're just they're built uh, naturally you know it's like organically yeah. and that's what that's what Thingdoms is, is about. Yeah, I um I totally agree and 
on that topic of kind of building organically, um, I know you've kind of become a, a, a salesperson of sorts of thingdoms in, in your in your workplace and, and in your family. Um, I know like your brother, for example, is a is a huge thingdoms fan. Can you talk a little bit about how you got like <laughs> some of your family members and, and friends into thingdoms as well? Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, when I got that, my, I bought my shirt. You know, you know, it comes with a couple of stickers and that that look that look uh, signed the thing that he signed. Well, when I got it, I, I came to work. I put it in a frame, and I, I put it on my desk. And that's when my my homie who works with me is like, "Hey, well, what's that, bro? Like, that looks that looks cool, you know? What is that?" I'm like, "It's, it's those NFTs, dude. You know? I don't know if you heard about them." He's like. Like yeah, well, I you know it's like I know about them, you know, like but uh, you know I, I never really gotten into it. I'm like, well, if you were down, this is a down community, bro. Like everybody's cool with you, you know, like like there's people people from my walks of life in there, you know, like and they're all they're all they're all chill, they're all cool. It's just a community, and and let's say you need to talk to somebody on the Discord or, or you want to discuss uh, buying and selling stuff or whatever whatever question you have, they're always open for you. And he's like, well, where do, where do I get this, bro? Like, how, how do I buy it? Or do I, do I go on Amazon? Or do I, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, like, and I showed it, yeah. And, and we opened, I opened up this, we opened up the MetaMask, the, the OpenSea, you know, and I'm like, this is where you go. This is your wallet. And yeah. That's cool. And then, and then my brother already knew more about that stuff. He knew, he knew about MetaMask and all that. And I'm like, hey, bro, you should, you should get, you should get into the thing that was, bro, I told him. And yeah, within a couple of weeks, he, he got into it. But yeah, I have a couple of friends. Like, it's me, my brother, and the homie, and another homie that had things. That's so cool. That That's really, really Yeah, and it's like, it's funny because, like, it's like their first, one of their first experiences, you know, into, into, into NFTs. So, and mm-hmm. it's a good experience for them, you know, like, they, they, they like, they like what they see. And I guess that's, that's what we have to do as, as, a, as, Cause we you know we know more about about this stuff about Web three. You probably know way more than me. But there's people out there that you know they don't they don't know what's up. Like they don't they don't know where to start. And you have to start them in a good place. Cause if you start them with a rug, they're not gonna come back, bro. It's, they... Yeah, I I was actually gonna ask about that, but we we moved on from it a little quickly. I I totally agree with everything you just said in terms of of serving as almost like an educator and, and helping other people that want to enter the space. Um, but specifically on that idea of you coming in the first project you have as a rug, what like motivated you in particular to continue like looking at NFTs and spending more money on them, even after that first one went sideways? Um, I guess, you know, I guess I, I look back into, um, into, into how, how, how tech starts, you know, back with when the dot-com bubble started, when the when all those companies, you know, there's always going to be failures. There's always going to be, you know, this company makes it, this company doesn't make it. Maybe this company wasn't, uh, they they weren't they weren't uh, looking after the customers, you know, like it happens, you know. And it's the same thing that's happening right now with the with the Web three. There's a bunch of people, startups coming out here and there, here and there, you know, and. You just have to look. Uh, for me, it was, hey, you know, I, I messed up. I didn't invest my money in the right place. Like, 
fuck it, you know, like it happens. Like let's let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. That, that, that was my point of view, you know. I wasn't I wasn't crying about my money. I wasn't like I already knew what I was getting into, you know. I was like, you might lose it, you might you might win some, you know. You might you might stay, you know, you might just stay with you might make your money back or whatever. Like I already knew what I was getting into. And I guess this is a, a big part of, of people that want to get into this. Like you have to explain to them, hey, sometimes, you know, like you have to know where to put your money in because sometimes it's, it might go up, it might go down. Like, and yeah, for me, it was, uh, I already knew, you know, was like, uh, like it happened. Next time I'll be a little more smarter and see, see where, you know, where to put it in, you know, see who really is working, who's really trying to build something, you know? And yeah, my first one, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be uh, like real. I think I, I rushed the first buy. You know, I, I saw the art, I saw that it was 3D, and I was like, "Hey, this one looks nice." I feel like that's a, <laughs> I uh, I feel like that's a pretty fair, like first experience though. I feel like a lot of people end up like just buying something the first time that they think is cool and yeah, you know, you you see how it goes. But like like you were saying. Most people that aren't doing this a lot, like you or me, um, don't really understand like the whole NFT world. And there's so much information and like, it's very hard to understand what projects are, are really building stuff and what aren't. Um, so yeah, that, that totally makes sense that people would come in and, and just kind of get something. Um, I feel like I've done that on certain projects as well. Um, I wanted to zoom out a little bit here. As we kind of look out, five years, 10 years, um, really down the road. Where do you see NFTs and Web3 technology going? What do you hope it's able to do or empower in the world? Mm, you know where I see it the most is with, uh, with like uh, official documents, you know, like diplomas, mm -hmm. like not even for like, 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 like um, freaking Harvard or something or like those, those big schools. Like for example, um, Let's say, let's say this girl, like, or, or this person, they graduated uh, a haircut, haircut, uh, their haircut thing, or whatever, haircut certificate. That person can get the certificate. I, and I've seen it happen with the homies. They get the certificate, they, they Photoshop it, and they, and they, and they put somebody else's name on it, you know? Which is cool, you know? They're trying to help out, they're trying to help out their, their, their friends. <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm not trying to get a cut from, from, you know? From somebody that doesn't know what's up, and never, you know. So it's like even with that little small yeah. stuff, I see it happening. Like, hey, you got your 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 your, your fucking barbershop certificate. It's gonna be an NFT, and it's only it's only gonna be yours. You can't be giving it to your homies or whatever, you know. Or even with like, yeah, I see, and everybody can check it. Yeah, everybody yeah. can check, you know. And it's it's gonna be it's gonna become so common where we have to open. Oh, man, man, we have to open up this and that to check it. It's gonna be just one one app that integrates everything into into that thing, you know. And I see it with like textbooks too. You heard about that that Pearson thing, right? That's gonna be a big one. Imagine how many how many textbooks do they take a year? They take an edition, one edition out every year, dude. That's fucking business right there. That's billions of dollars. <laughs> and I, yeah. you know, another one with uh with uh, those those companies like like those Gucci and Nike like those with their their products they're gonna integrate it into their products so that people could uh, could uh, what do you call it? My bad. There was a beer right here. 
authenticate. Authenticate, yeah. That the product is legit, you know. And I've seen it with a couple companies. Uh, this is one that's called Smart Seal. Uh, they're they're using NFCs with NFTs, and they're they're integrating both together. So that let's say you buy let's say uh, you buy a Gucci thing, you scan it, hey, it's legit. It's not some black market shit, you know. Yeah. Huh. That yeah, that's very cool. I um I'm really really fascinated in that crossover between like physical goods and and NFTs as a system of, of verifying ownership. I think it's super fascinating. Um, as well as like all the other use cases you listed. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree. I think those are, we're like, we're like a little, we're like a little test right now. Hey, let's see what happens with these yeah. things, right? Cause there's really no utility to them, you know, like, but in the future, you know, mm -hmm. that's when, that's when like, a few years from now, that's when we're going to see the real, the real value of NFTs. Yeah. So wrapping it up here, if there was one final thought or a couple thoughts or ideas that you wanted to leave with the Thingdoms community, um, what would they be? Ah, with the Thingdom community, it's that as a community, as a Web3 community, we're really privileged to be where we're at. Why? Because uh, the majority of the population doesn't have the choice uh, doesn't have doesn't even think about buying an nft you know they don't even know what that is they gotta think about food they gotta think about shelter they gotta think about other stuff you know that you know that that really matters we're like you know we might think oh like we're doing bad or this no dude like you're freaking privileged to be able to buy nfts like if you look at the at the, at the whole world like as a whole like you know like we're, we're doing we're doing great we're privileged to be here in the u.s and do what we're doing and, and she just, you know, have fun and, and, and keep building, you know, keep, keep, keep making things better for, for everybody, not just for us. And not, not feel like if, uh, oh, the market is bad or their market, or this, this is the perfect opportunity, you know, to keep building your stuff. Like, fuck, like, like, I don't have to worry about what I have, if I'm going to eat tomorrow or not, you know, like, like you know, like we're, we have a, we have a choice. Like we're able to be like, Hey, do I want to buy this JPEG or, you know, or should I buy it? You know, it's crazy. Like if you, if you think about it, yeah. So yeah, just have fun. And, and you know, we're privileged as, as, as a community and we should, we should build it so that it helps everybody else out there, you know, not just, not just us. I totally agree. And I think that is an incredible note to leave it on. Um, thank you so much for coming on today and, and sharing your story, but, beyond that for being just like a continued supporter of this show and, and what we're doing here. Um, I think you're like, honestly, the most consistent supporter of anyone. Um, like, I, I think you're hard pressed to find a tweet about this podcast that you haven't liked or engaged with in some way. So I really, really appreciate it. Um, it, it means a lot. Yeah. I, I appreciate you, man. It means a lot being here and being, being able to talk to you. And you know what? The next 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 interview has to be somebody interviewing you, bro. <laughs> where, yeah, who is we'll, uh, where does he come from? You know, <laughs> I think we have to get B Love to do that. <laughs> we're uh, we're, we're kind of like pushing towards some big numbers in terms of like the episode count. So maybe we'll we'll figure it out soon. Maybe we'll be able to. Yeah. Get that oh, and I want to give a shout out to uh, the other people I saw at the, at the NTLA party. You know. It's, a lot of people from the thing that's out there. It's been a while. It's been uh, 
few months. Hopefully, we get to see each other soon. I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you'd like to connect with Acosta, you can find them on Twitter at Acosta underscore ETH. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can also find me on Twitter at ItsLucaWM. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to Ore for joining me on the show today. But beyond that, for your continued support over the past eight months. I can't even begin to explain how insane it is to me what this podcast has turned into and your support as well as the support of many, many, many other people throughout the Thingums and throughout the Web3 world in general have helped to make it possible. In a similar vein, thank you to the community. As always, none of this is possible without you. If you know someone that should be featured on this show, DM me on Twitter or on Discord. I'd love to hear your perspective. As always, stay thingy, do good things, and I'll see you next week.